Bang Bang! This episode of Welcome to the Potty is brought to you by Bet With Joel. Bet With Joel is the best um, sports tipping service. The tips come from Joel himself, um, and depending on what package you're on, uh, you will get a different amount of tips per week. Um, let's, let's, for example, say what happened on Sunday this week. Um, on the gold package, I was on the gold package, we went 13 wins and one loss on Sunday and had an absolutely ripper of a day. This isn't just gambling, this is a second income. If you want to bet with Joel, go to betwithjoel.com slash ref, that's R-E-F, slash welcome to the potty, that's P-O-D-D-Y, and enter promo code potty exclusive 50, that's potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week of Bet With Joel. That's betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. Let's start the show. Welcome to the potty. Welcome, baby. 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 Welcome to the potty. Bung, bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the Bobby Flay of podcasting, the, the well, the Bobby Clay of podcasting, because Touché. um, I uh, touche, touche, yes, yes, because I actually almost cut my fucking finger off. With a bread knife, uh, well, not a bread, not a butter knife, but a bread knife. Yeah, so I was right the first time. A bread knife on um, Sunday this weekend. Uh, we're here today with Rachie Lemon. Hi. How are you going? Let me just face this mic towards you. Hello. Um, now, let's do a little weekend recap. Mm. What did we do Friday night? Did we do anything? I cooked, Is that when I cooked curry? Yeah, you cooked a nice curry and we had the night in and it was so cold, remember? Did we watch a movie? We watched... Do we watch Glow? We're watching Glow. No, that was Sunday. Oh, we watched um, Triple Frontier, maybe? Oh, yeah, we did. Anyway, we'll get to Clay's reviews Mm. later. And that curry wasn't made... Well, it was made in Clay's kitchen, but it wasn't filmed for Clay in the kitchen. We do a lot of cooking. Yeah, we cook it up. Um, yeah. And hey. we don't always have the time to make a whole production out of it. You're not doing your live Instagram tonight? No, not tonight. Not tonight. Oh, Sorry. that's a shame. Uh, just, you know, time restrictions. We're, we're filming pretty late tonight, so... Um, oh, okay. Just didn't, couldn't be fucked setting it up. But, <laughs> that's alright. Oh. Um, what else? Uh, Saturday you went to work. I went and got a new tattoo. I've told everyone about that already. Yeah, nice. Um, that's still healing up. Um, uh, what did we do Saturday? Oh, we had some friends come over for dinner Saturday night. Yes, and before they came over, we were like, oh, we better buy a bit of alcohol, better buy some soda water. And yeah. we thought, let's take tricks to on a little ride in the car. Oh boy, she was not a fan. Yeah, she was whimpering and whining because she always thinks um, going to going going in the, in the car goes to the vet. vet. So she was whimpering and whining. And anyway, we get to the drive-through bottle. Yeah. And Rach winds down the window, 
and uh, they go to your side first with the dog, and yeah, I was like, maybe just come side. over to this side. Before yeah, you get your hand chopped side. off. And Rage winds down the fucking window like a nutcase, and Trix is just like <laughs> going absolutely fucking up. Ape shit, I guess. Yeah, little chick. She didn't like that. She didn't know what the hell was um, going on. Yeah, so she she was hating that. Um, and then we... Oh, they went back around. Rage was like, we picked up the stuff. You know, we got so flustered that we forgot to order the soda water. Yeah, we bought this boutique gin. Yeah. My favourite Applewood gin from Adelaide Hills, I reckon that is. Yeah. Good gin. Um, Can't have that on its own. No, got to have it with something. And yeah. uh, basically, we we're in such a rush. You had to take me home because I had to take tri- I had to get tricks out of the fucking yeah, car. Yeah, like get out. And you had to leave again and go get soda waters. Yeah, made it back just in time before everyone arrived. Yeah, because everyone knows this that I've got social anxiety. I'm not sure if I could have opened the door for your friends without you there that would have been very uh, oh, hard for me I actually thought of that I sped home just so I could come home well that's dangerous that's you're a bit of a uh, you, uh, I'm a hoot a hoot <laughs> I'm a hoon is that what you're trying to say yeah fucking retard I'm a hoot and a hoon yeah um, but yeah I totally knew that oh I can't leave Clay by himself to like answer to her a whole car load, a bus load of tourists rocking up at their door. Yeah. And your friend's husband, Jimmy, loves a chat. He's a fun guy. And we were getting into conspiracy theory and all types of shit over dinner. You, should, you know he'd be great on the potty. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, if everybody's got five hours for an episode. <laughs> I, don't know how to, I, would, I don't know how I'd get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, that was a good night. And... Um, just thought I'd finish this bottle of wine because I opened it then. Yeah. And you don't want it to go bad, really. Don't. Don't go. Have you ever had off wine? Yeah, but you just know straight away. You just tip it. Oh, okay. So it doesn't make you puke or like shit pants or anything? Um, I guess if you're blind drunk and you drink off wine, it's going to make you feel pretty sick. But generally speaking, you, you know when it's off. You don't drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um... And then Sunday morning, yeah, we woke up and we were like, let's have some tomato on toast. Mm. And I started cutting this loaf up. Uh, and I'm not even talking about taking a shit. I'm talking about cutting a loaf of bread with a That's big great. fat samurai sword, right? Yeah. So I'm cutting this loaf and the loaf keeps getting smaller, right? But I'm so retarded that I don't move my hand back. And when I get there, I... Fucking cut that shit real nice. Let me get up to the camera with it. I, um... Oh, shit. I, uh... I don't know if you can even see that. It's not focusing on it. There it is. And it doesn't even look that bad on camera, to be honest. It was gross. I've done that before to my finger. Nearly ripped Um, the whole tip off. I think it definitely could have used stitches, but we, um... We managed to get by without stitches. Um, yeah. It hurts like hell right now. You didn't need stitches. Um, so <laughs> we we did a little bit of first aid and then we went into the city to go to the Jungle Collective. And if you don't know what the Jungle Collective is, it's um, uh, it's like a uh, a plant store that it's like a circus for plants. 
So these plants just travel the country and they... Find um, new homes. Yeah, and they just show off for whoever pays. Um, they're almost <laughs> prostitutes. They're like plant prostitutes. They're like... Um, There's no tricky business. You get what you see. You get what you pay for. Yeah, you get what you pay for. And that's what, and that's how it works with prostitution too. Yeah, well, and, sometimes there's some tricky business involved. Yeah, but have you ever had a ZJ? What's a ZJ? If you've got to ask what it is, you don't have enough to pay for it or some shit like that. Oh, shit. Yeah, so. I was asking everyone in the office today what um, their stage name would be. Mm-hmm. I haven't asked the, the, the sales director what is. And what was it? Oh, they were all really boring. Um, one was oh fuck, now I've forgotten them. Mm. I'm really shit. At That's really good content for the podcast. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh well, um, if you want to know what on. no, if people want to know what their stage name is. All you all you do is work out the first pet that you've ever had, what's its name, and the first street that you ever lived on. And there. Yeah, what's... no, and this isn't this isn't new for anybody. No, it could be. But it's not. Yeah, but it could be, actually. Yours is Fluffy Clifton. Yes, well, yes. Now that's open. That's opened up. That's in. The, that's that's revealed. And mine is um, Mishka Military. So wow. That kind of sucks, but it's a little bit of alliteration, which is nice. Um, after we after we bought a shit ton of indoor plants, we went to crack. Cafe, or I don't know if it's Crack Kitchen, Crack Cafe. Crack Kitchen. Yeah? Yeah. And um, that was my first time there because of my social anxiety. Yeah, and I... T- no, that's not happening anymore. Okay. Um, so I went there finally. Good coffee and really cool space. And they had some nice plants in there too. And I was thinking, what, what would happen if we robbed this place? And I wasn't even talking about the money. I was like, if we robbed this place and just took all their indoor plants... How much trouble can you possibly get in for that? A lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's still B and E. That's like digging up a tree in but if a you park get, if you get B and, and E, if you get B and E at a cafe, it's usually bacon and eggs and not not breaking and entering, you know. So maybe that's a safe move. Yeah, maybe we. That's what we ordered. Exactly. And they're like, what do you get? What do you What do you arrest me for? And they're like, B and E. And I'm like, yeah, well, fuck. When's it been a crime to order bacon and eggs? You know? Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. So you went to acting school, right? <laughs> yes. And the whole time you were there, you did no improv. Uh, that's clowning. Me, I'm not good at clowning. That's not clowning. Yeah. Thank you. That's improv. Yeah. Clowning and improv are two very different things. Thank all you. we all we got taught at improv is just to say yes to everything. Yes and. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. No, you didn't do any and. You just yeah. Just go with the flow. They say don't block an idea. Just accept it. And yeah, I but yeah. You got to roll with it. You don't just say yes or else the skit's over. Well. So someone buys tickets to your improv show and someone's just like oh yeah and then we poured some wine and and then you. You fell over, remember? And you're like, yes. Shows over, folks. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's not. It doesn't really roll like that. I mean, I could keep going with your story if that's what you want me to do. Well, it's too late now, isn't it? Well, just so it happens that last night I went back there 
And no, Rachel, it's too fucking late. I took all the plans. No, I'm blocking your idea. <laughs> I'm blocking your idea because it's too fucking late. You fucked it and that's your problem. Okay, fine. Next time I'll ad lib. Um, we went from there <laughs> to Matt Black. And that's not Matt Black as Rachel thinks it's called. And I always also, thought it was Matt Black. And also my mum is Matt Black. Like flat, but with a B. And, a, and an extra T. They need a spell check on their name. B-L-A-A-T. No, B-L-A-T. So we went there and we were just going to have a look um, and end up dropping a couple G's <laughs> by accident. God damn it. I know. Um, it's not a cheap store, but um, we bought a couch recently because we're moving house in probably a month or two. Beautiful couch. We bought a couch recently and we've just been living here with housemate Dan who bought a couch for our share house. Um, and for two years, he hasn't bought cushions. So we bought these dope cushions. We bought a coffee table and we bought a new desk for the Welcome to the Potty podcast in the new studio. So, um, it's a nice desk, a real yeah, nice desk. Yeah. 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 I'm, je- I'm jealous. It's a good desk. And they've got life-size, um, fake horses and camels and shit in there that you can buy for your house. And I had to ask the guy, I was like, have you ever sold one of these things? Because they're actually expensive as fuck. Yeah. And he said, yeah, uh, he's he... been working there for two years and he's only heard of one being sold and it was before he Yeah, and guess there. who bought it? Crack Kitchen. And they just covered it all in plants. No, stop. No. Yeah, and no. then it no longer no, became No, I'm blocking all your ideas. This episode, I'm no, blocking I'm your ideas. Con- contributing to the improv of this no. conversation. no. No, you're blocked. So, and then we were like, that is enough. Um, and we went home and stopped spending money and we just watched Netflix for the rest of the night, which was really nice. What did we have for dinner that night? Sunday. Oh, we had, we had Chantel's amazing homemade lasagna. Oh, well, oh, we had late lunch and no dinner. Yeah, late lunch at four filled me up proper. Mm. That's it. Yeah, that was nice. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. And when we, we went for a big walk, we walked Trixie. Oh, huge And walk even that hour walk, I still felt sickly full. Oh, Trixie's slowing down a bit. It's making me a little bit sad. Oh, let me get this mic up to my mouth here by accident. I was being a bit quiet. Um, what do we got? What else did we do? Oh, last night was Monday night. Yeah. I did my third stand up set. Um, and again, I. I went with no friends, no support. You weren't there. I supported you, though, from bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it was good. It's good to get out of my comfort zone. And we talked... I've said the words twice on this potty already, but I'll say it again. Social anxiety. I uh, I went and I talked to some new people again. Um, it was tough. It wasn't very busy. It was a yeah. shit night. It was a freezing night. Yeah. Bit of rain. Um, so I wasn't really expecting there to be many people. And um, when it's just the comics in there, it's so hard to get a laugh. Yeah. So um, they're all there, hustling, working. Yeah. You Everyone's just working on new shit, having yeah. like fucking around a bit. And I was doing uh, material that they've all seen twice already. So it was their third time seeing my shit. So they know where the punchlines are and stuff. Yes, yeah, as goes with you. Um, yeah. Yeah, but. I had a good time and it's, yeah, it's good just to, even if you're not getting laughs and I'm not saying I didn't get laughs because I was shit. I, I still felt comfortable. Real good. I think it was good, but, um, it's still good to get up on stage and just like work some shit out. I told a new joke last night. Did 
Did you? Yeah, and I started my set out differently as well. Did you? So, yeah, I mixed it up a little bit. Just tried it. Oh, that's shoot. nice. Yeah. So that was How'd cool. How did your new joke land? Um, about the same as the rest of them. It's hard to judge though then. Yeah, yeah. I'll use, it, I'll use it again. Yeah. Um, and for anybody that's interested, 17th of September um, at the Cranker, so at the Crown and Anchor in Adelaide, comedy night uh, Tuesdays on the 17th. I've got a three minute spot there booked in. Um, I'll be there. So very excited for that. So um, by no means you don't need to feel like you need to come just to see me do three minutes, but there are some other very funny comedians going to be there. Um, so yeah, little shameless and, plug there. And for anyone who's interested, Monday nights are such a fun, like what the fuck are people doing on Monday nights? Apart from, oh, like People have work usually on Tuesday. No, go, go support some local comedy comedians. Yeah, I, and I, think, I think that they should, but I understand why they wouldn't. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Oh, do you, have you ever heard the name Mia Khalifa? Sounds like a fanny fart. Well, close. She... She was a porn star. She broke the record for most sh- searched porn star, I think, at one stage. Is she's she off, hot? She's of Indian descent. She's she's very attractive. Wow. Um, How much? What's her net worth? Well, that's funny that you should say that because she claims that she only made twelve grand while doing porn. Bullshit. That's nothing. Um. Yeah. Well, that's what I have friends that make more money in there in that industry. You've got friends in the porn industry? Not porn. Well, that's a weird thing to say then. In the stripping industry. Oh, yeah. Two different industries. Is that what you mean? Oh, apples and oranges. Is that what you mean? I guess so, yeah. guess so. You guess so? So... I'm just saying porn stars should be making more money than a stripper, yeah? Yes. That's what I'm saying. I've got stripper friends that probably make more money than her. Probably, well, definitely. But I don't know if that's if that's legit. Let's pull it up here. Uh, Mia Khalifa. And, oh, cool. And Google... Sometimes Google doesn't work from my uh, top bar there, which is pretty annoying. We'll get Money Making Mitch to have a look at that. Uh, Mia Khalifa. She's got song. She's got a oh, song. Oh wow! Uh, Khalifa. Let's just Google her name and see what news comes up. Oh wow! She's a. That's a hot photo. That one. Oh, she's hot. I, American she's... Lebanese sports commentator. Yeah, she's into. She's really into sports. Oh. Uh, Mia that's Khalifa cool. Networth, ex Pornhub star. Um. 26-year-old Lebanese-American actress and social media personality only worked in the adult... Sorry, guys, but the internet is a C-word. In the adult industry for three months. But despite her short career, Mia had huge impact and was still the second most searched for star on Pornhub 2018. Okay, second most. Sorry, guys. Um, The Texas-based sports commentator took to social media to address some of the common misconceptions about her time as an adult actress. Sharing a video with her almost 17 million Instagram followers, Mia said she has actually made far less than many people thought, around $12,000 in total. And I hope there's more information here, but this has stopped scrolling. I've got the rainbow wheel of death here. So, sorry, how long was she a porn star for? Three months. 
And she claims she made $12,000 in three months. Yeah. I actually think that's really good. I don't know. I thought porn stars are rolling in it. That's only three months of work. How many days did you work off those three months? That's like... And uh, I don't... I don't... That's... In three, you're looking at 80, 80, 85K if she does it for a whole year. And why mm. is... Okay. Maybe she had a shit producer who's uncutting her. <laughs> I don't know. No, she's famous as fuck, mate. <laughs> well, this is the worst website ever. Um, does it have more information? Fuck this website. That And that's the end of the story. And if that's the kind of fucking websites we're getting, that's the end of the story. Next story. Um, <laughs> BB Rexa. I, and I've never heard of this person before. Bebe or BB. B-E-B-E. Bebe. <laughs> David. Rexa or Rexha. I don't know. Let's let's Google this bitch too. Um, let's go to google.com here. And BB Rexa. Now I don't know who she is. Um, American BB, singer. She's a singer, I guess. Okay, so uh, I guess some music executive said that she was too old to be sexy, and it's all uh, like a big hullabaloo. Uh, BB Rexa sexy. shuts down sexiest music, sexist, sorry, sexist music producer who called her too old and we'll just click on this story real quick because I think this is what's hot in the streets right now she's a gorgeous woman yeah I think she's sexy I'll bend her over a barrel and show her the 50 states if you know what I mean no you won't (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) BB Rexa has got absolutely zero time for sexist men in the music industry the meant to be singer revealed a male music exec recently said she was getting too old and called her image confusing 29-year-old clapped back in the best way possible by sharing a snap of herself posing in lingerie on Instagram and saying she makes her own rules. And i got to tell you this. Um, I did see someone tweet about this and say, uh, there's no age limit to sexy. I'll put an age limit on it right now. About, um, you've got to be at least 18. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, what yeah. are you talking about, dude? Yeah, that's a sick thing to say. Yeah, there's definitely an age limit to sex. I wouldn't, like, hold my baby and be like, you're so sexy. And if you did, I'd report you. <laughs> I'll call the cops straight away, right? <laughs> that's not happening. I mean, I get what he was maybe implying. If he's not a sicko. No, he that's, sounds like that's funny sicko. that you thought that was a guy that said that, because that's a very female thing to say. It's totally a guy that said Sexy that. Sexy has no age. That was a female for sure. Oh, really? Has to be. That's not a guy that would say that. Well, she's a dumb bitch. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, but that's the story really and I don't really care much else about yeah, it. Like, a... What do you expect? Music industry? It's... Do you mean entertainment industry? Of course you got to be sexy. Uh, if you're not funny, you got to be sexy. And even if you're funny, you got to be sexy if you're female. You know what, these... And I don't mean to sound sexist. I actually just mean in that industry... That like, it's a total package. They're gonna want you to be good looking, talented, and those are the main two things. Sometimes. Yeah. Honestly, these articles will never be never, never. <laughs> wow. No, and this is this is an English speaking podcast, so. These articles will always be written, like always. Mm. It's just a fucking ploy, just publicity. Stunt to get her name 
in Metro. Yeah. Um, and there is something here that I don't know if you're going to really care about it, Rach, but it's called the Rich Paul Rule. Um, and I know I'm a bit late to the party on this one, but like I said, last week we were having some fucking uh, technical difficulties, which just giving me the shits. So I wasn't really doing much news last week. And that sometimes wow. happens on the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Um, I like doing the alphabet. When you burn? Yeah. Yeah, that's gross. Um, it's a good time. <laughs> so, the Rich Paul rule is a rule that the NCAA instituted into college sports where um, you need to now have a at least a bachelor's degree before becoming a player agent. Um... And basically, okay. it's a very... I would have thought they had that already. Why? Because it's about managing. So? So, they're making more opportunity for education and employment. Why? Why? How's that more opportunity? That's actually limiting opportunities. Because now, you've got to pay, um, you know upwards of $50,000 and that's on the cheap end of college to get a, a four-year degree. Um, my school was $50,000 a year. So that's $200,000 well, to get a, to get a degree, just a bachelor's degree to do, to be a player agent, to help people sign papers and get, get them the best deals possible. Yeah. But it's gonna, everything you do will show on your resume and you can't say, Oh, What's a non-educated role that you could do? Name me one job. That's... Sales. Uh, yeah. Any sales role ever. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But then, that's okay. That's a hard one because I'll tell you're you, always. I'll tell you, and I'll tell you what: being an agent is being a salesperson. That's all it is. Sure. And so this was, and let me tell you this because you're trying to make an argue, argument for it. No. And, and that's fine. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, it's 2019 and that rule just came in. And do you know why? Because a guy named Rich Paul, who is, have you ever heard of LeBron James? Yeah. LeBron James' best friend from high school. Right. Um, basically became a player agent when LeBron went pro. Okay. He's LeBron James' agent. Right. And then he started his own agency because... He had LeBron James's sort of backing. Yeah, right? yeah. And they've caused a bit of a ruckus in the NBA. They've got... Because they're all about players' rights and players getting the most money and, oh, well, if you're not getting paid what you want to pay, sit out, don't play, and this kind of thing. So right? is this separate to them having an agent? Or this is their this agent? This is his agent. Yeah, so that's like models having a representative agent. Yeah, and so that's why should that person... Why does that person need to have a bachelor's degree. Basically yeah, okay. this is this yeah, is coming down sense. to this is coming down to race. This is coming down to these these guys are advocating for themselves and um we want to stop it and we don't mm. want any more rich polls in the NBA. Yeah no we, we don't want, want that. We want basically white people that can afford to go to college for four years. Yeah. To get degrees and become agents so we can keep the power in our hands is sort of the main consensus for this. I 
Um, uh, I'm quick to jump on sometimes and say that that's not the case. I think some I think some people are quick to call racism sometimes, but yeah, he hasn't done anything wrong. He hasn't put anyone's he hasn't put anyone at risk. He's actually done a lot for a lot of these guys. Mm. Uh, and I feel like I do actually feel like the league is threatened or something. Um, the NCAA is threatened, uh, and sorry, is uh, Rich Paul a white skin male? No, Rich Paul is LeBron James' best friend. And he he's he could be, he what color? He's black. He's black. Yeah. Okay. He's the Asian. He's yeah, I understand. Yeah. I just didn't know oh, yeah, what colored skin. No, he's black. So yeah. I was thinking like. I wonder how regularly I do that on the potty and just say things and people. That's don't okay. I'm I'm good at that. Yeah, you are the best at it, probably. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's basically another thing that I uh, was uh, looking at talking about. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, what do you think's gonna happen? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if there's. Oh well, there's an article here from sixteen hours ago. Saying that the NCAA has altered the rule. Maybe we'll just click on that real quick. Mm. Hopefully it's not as bad a website as a fucking other shit that I uh, clicked on before. And is this working? I'm going to fire Triple M soon. Shit keeps happening. It's not his fault that we've got shit internet. It's fucking Australia's fault. Okay, what do we got here? The NCAA, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man. Oh, it's not that long. The NCAA recently created requirements for agents representing prospects who are testing the draft waters. Representing prospects, yeah. The organization mandated that these agents are be required to hold a bachelor's degree and be certified certified by the um, uh, play, uh, the players association. Is that right? NBPA for at least three seasons, among other criteria. Many believe the implementation of the criteria targeted targeted Rich Paul, with some calling it the Rich Paul rule. Paul, who represents Anthony Davis and Ben Simmons, among other NBA players, began working with LeBron James a few years after high school and never obtained his degree. Paul addresses the rule as published op-ed for The Athletic. So is the whole point here, if it is a racial slur, to to get Rich Paul out of his job? No, I don't think... I think because it was instituted after him, I think it was just to have no more Rich Pauls happen. Right. Yeah. Because, um... The harmful consequences of this decision will ricochet onto others who are trying to break in. Yeah, so I think it's more about... Other controlling. People trying to become entrepreneurs, really. He yeah, can, it doesn't seem right. You can't create your own business because someone says that. Yeah, it's a bit. I don't. I think it's gonna fall flat on its head, and I hope it does. It's a bit stupid. Yeah, it's um. If I want to, it's like it's like if I created a coffee shop, right? If I live in a town full of white people, and I create a coffee shop and it does really well, and I'm doing something slightly different to everyone else, and then they say, "Oh, well, you don't have a." Uh, a grinder's degree and we don't want any more people without grinder's degrees so you're going to be the only one of your kind and there's not going to be any more that's kind of what it is yeah so i think but maybe that was stupid but i'm not sure i mean what if lebron james little boy said little boy 
Yeah, no, I like that you called him that because that's how I feel about it. What about? <laughs> that's so funny. That's so funny. You don't even know what you're talking about. And you just said like what I mostly always think. That's, that's why we're chalk and cheese, baby. You don't know what chalk and cheese means, do you? Yeah. Opposite. Yeah. You fuck. Yeah, opposite. <laughs> Oh my god! We were we were we were thinking the same, not the same, but the opposite thing. Oh god! <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> no, let me tell you this: What if that little boy grew up and said, "Hey, daddy, I want to grow up to be rich, to do what Rich Paul does." Now they've created an education for someone to become that, and people can do that in a structured, educational, get a bachelor degree kind of way? Or is that just ridiculous? It's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what? <laughs> Say that a bit louder. No. I find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um... <laughs> Sign languaging me to say block your nose. Yeah. Lucky the camera's off. Now, we have some... Like, I've always wondered who becomes a movie star casting agent. Like, do those people have educated degrees? I would personally love to be a casting agent. I think... What the fuck do they go through? Like, management. Doing? I think you were right before. I think it's management. Yeah. Um, and sometimes... Yeah, sometimes I don't think you need a degree. Yeah, I, don't, I think they've had degrees in other areas that's semi-related, but it's nothing to do with casting agent. Yeah. Being a casting agent. You could... To be a casting agent, you would probably go to, like, film school, things like that. If it's... Like, sometimes, yeah, you've got to have an eye for talent and stuff like that. And you can, you can bullshit saying that you've got an eye by saying, oh, I studied at USC. I studied film at USC for four years or whatever. I mean, a casting agent has, is, they've got to know the script really well. They've got to understand the writer intentions and they've got to be best friends with the director. Like, the director's going to want to see a certain mold oh you're talking about you're not talking about an agent you're not talking about an agent casting a casting director they work with the direct casting an, agent that's sorry. not an agent casting agent mm. and our casting agent works with directors script writers they know the script casting agent knows how to get the best out of an audition process a casting agent Needs to find the right talent to present to the director. There is no such thing as a casting agent. You're talking about a casting director or you're talking about a talent agent. And a talent agent is the same as a player agent, except for actors. No, I'm talking about a casting director. Well, you're just talking about something that we're not talking about. A casting director isn't That's just someone associated with a film. That's not someone selling a a actor to a film no a casting director 
isn't the director of the film is just a car a casting director yeah i know what you're saying i know what a casting director is they're attached to the film though yeah so they're part of the film a film yeah an agent no i know has many actors that they look yeah yeah i'm not talking about an and agent. they sell their agent to a film no this is why you should take claiborne mcmath because yeah he's got this much star power and he's perfect for this role because yeah. he lived it and all this bullshit yeah, no, I know. They're you, different roles. Yeah, but why are you talking about... Oh, I was just saying, like, they don't have any fucking bachelor degrees. I'm telling you now. Of course not. Yeah. No, you don't have to have anything to be anything in in that industry. Mm, you can study a director's course to be a director. Oh, no, yeah, you can. And... Millions of people do it. Millions of people don't. go nowhere with it. Yeah. But, I'll, like, you don't, you don't need, there's no prerequisite. No. That's it. Your prerequisites are, what have you made? Yeah, that's it. That's true. What, yeah, what's your eye? Yeah, and like, so, for people who aren't LeBron James' best friend, mm-hmm. they won't be directors that he he is casting agent they won't become that without a degree no one's going to hire them there's no such thing as a casting agent oh i'm just saying fucking paul richo rich paul rich paul okay (laughs) one in a million so are they just trying to create an opportunity that's accessible for people who aspire to be a rich paul or they're not creating opportunities you don't you don't see that? They're not no, creating opportunities, they're taking them away. Sure, but also who like who's best friends with all star basketball players? Like It's not about it's not about that, Rachel. No, I, I get it. But also It's about people who want to do that are not able to do that now. They have to go to college and get a bachelor's degree of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, which means nothing. And it costs people money. A lot of people are not able to afford to go to college, Rachel. Yeah, I know. And it's funny because no one's going to sign up to this stupid course anyway. No one will. No, no one will because... Oh, no, you don't understand. No, I get it's it. It's not a course. They're not creating a course. They're just saying you need a bachelor's degree oh. of anything. You can be a bachelor of psychology, of biology, of actuarial oh, math sorry you need a bachelor's oh, degree oh i thought they were t- fucking teaching people how to do this thing no it's just saying it's just saying they need a bachelor's degree oh, okay, to be mind. able to do it so they need to have completed college got you so they're saying yep. that poor black kids from the hood oh that's fucked cannot become rich paul that's basically what it is oh i hate them all oh christ you you infuriate oh fuck kill them <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> oh, you make me so fucking mad. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> oh. This is great. Money making Mitch, can, oh, you, can you take us to uh, some advice? We need to move on, though. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Um, Alright. I caught my girlfriend trying to insert my cum inside her. Oh, that's fucked up. Always use condoms and she's apparently on birth control since I'm not trying to have a baby right now. I'm 31 and she's 22. 
We've been together for two years. We had sex two nights ago and I tied up the condom and threw it into the trash bin and came back to, to bed to cuddle. She quickly went to the bathroom to pee like she always does and that's how you avoid UTIs. <coughs> Bless you. Right? Yeah. That's why you got to pee after. Yeah. Um, and I went after her and I found a certain plastic pipette in the trash. And a pipette is like a turkey baster but small. Um, in the trash covered with tissue and I searched the bathroom and saw the same pipettes in a tiny cosmetic bag she keeps. The used pipette was dirty and my condom was empty so I confronted her and she cried and said she didn't know why she was doing it. Good lord. Oh my god. Obviously she's trying to get pregnant. I don't know if those fucking pipettes would even work but I took her to a pharmacy and watched her take a plan B and also scheduled an appointment in case she needs an abortion. Fuck. Um, first of all, before I finish this, I don't know if you get to make that decision on abortions, even though she's a sick fuck. I don't know if that's really your decision to do, is it? They need to break up. Anyway, I feel cheated and used and tricked. This is not something I expected from her. I just don't know what to do moving forward. She hasn't been talking to me. And when I ask questions... She would cry and shrug and not answer. And, I mean, dude, you're 31 and she's 22. And I know age ain't nothing but a number, but you're, you're dating a child, bro. Dead ass. You're, you're, you're dating a, tr- a child and she's doing childlike shit. And you're, you, had to act, you had to act like a man real quick. She wanted to fucking... She wanted to... Uh, you know... Self, she wanted to be a self-sourcing pudding. She wanted to, um, she wanted to, to put that baby water in her, in her well. <laughs> oh yeah, look, if, uh, there's a real breakdown of communication there. That's not a breakdown of communication though. You're using condoms. She can't. That's not a breakdown of communication. You're using condoms. That means I'm prevent, I'm trying to prevent having a kid. And you're getting a pipette and you're secretly doing it knowing, knowing that that's the wrong thing to do. So you need a psychologist <laughs> and you know you also need to break up. Because first of all, you need to break up. You 22 can't... year olds, they're not ready yet. Dude. If you're asking questions and she just shrugs and cries and has no answers for her actions. That's a kid right there. You know, you... I've seen my brothers do that. Yeah, that's it. Then... Uh, it's going to keep happening. And all for the wrong reasons. I'd get out of that. Break up. Hey, have you ever self-sourced? No. Yeah, no, I didn't think so. That is some whack shit. Yeah, I'm just trying to see, I'm just trying to see where you're at. She's better off, like I hear. We just had a self-source and pudding at, at dinner the other week at Mum's house. Yeah, that's it. That... And she just self-sourced her own pudding. Okay. Now... She needs she needs to sort her stuff out. Yeah, she needs a uh, she needs a psychiatrist, psychologist, hypnotherapist, maybe, um, you know, maybe even electroconvulsive therapy, um, uh, transcranial transcranial magnetic stimulation, maybe. I don't know, but she needs something to fix her mind up. A lobotomy, maybe even. Yeah. You well, need to cut out that baby making part of your brain when you start. Um, you know, feeding your ovaries uh, um, without consent. 
And that's yeah. reverse rape. Look, this is the alarm bells going off here, mate. Get out while you can. And uh, you, you don't even need to have the abortion conversation because just stop doing it. Get yeah, out. I feel for you, dude, but it ain't no problem. We need to move on, though. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. What else we got here? Um, um, oh, this one. This one seems a little bit sad. Oh, it's a bit long, though, and I've told you guys to stop sending in the long joints. What's this one? Bit shorter. Here we go. Confusing. My ex-fiance's recent ex messaged me. Now, there's a lot of exes, and let's just double-check that. <laughs> Confusing. My ex-fiance's recent ex messaged me. Okay, so you guys broke up. Your fiance, um, who is a man, I think, um, got a new bitch. Broke up with her, and she messaged you. Let's double-check. Um... I apologize, uh, oh, I'm 24, I was with someone who was also 24 for five years. Six months before our wedding, I found out he was cheating on me, sounds like a winner, with my brother's girlfriend at the time. And mm. when you do, that's, and that's called, that's called, um, being bisexual, because that's B.I., borderline incest. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was all very messy. It's been three years and I've since moved on and wouldn't change a thing. I hate him, but it's made me stronger. Uh, his most recent ex messaged me on Instagram. She basically said, sorry if this is weird. I'm Mark's ex. And I don't know if you meant to use his name, but we're not bleeping that out. Uh, can you please tell me why you guys broke up? I honestly found it funny and instantly decided I wasn't going to write back. I don't want him finding out we spoke as I never want to speak with him again. I also am not sure what she could want. I told my friends about it today and a few of them think I should reply. I just don't see what good could come of it. And I like that last sentence there. Because mm. I don't see it either. And I know you said your friends, you spoke to your friends about it today. And I know your friends are for sure females if they're telling you to write back. Because <laughs> nah. that's foolish. First off, like you said, what good can come of it? Second off, you said you don't want to speak to him ever again. Yeah. You don't think you're going to hear from him if you write back to this bitch? Yeah, nah, leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this dude This dude wants to have sex with your sisters, brothers, cousins, you know, uh, uh, doctors, uh, mechanic and shit. He's all over the family. Yeah. you got to get the fuck out of there before, you know, you know. He, you know, starts moving on to the family pets and shit. And that's that's when it starts crossing all types of lines. And uh, can you tell me why you guys broke up? You guys broke up. Yeah. Nah, I'd uh, leave that for sure. Yeah? Mm. You don't have anything else to say about that? No, I think um, it, seem, it appears that she can probably assume that... Uh, Whatever he did to her, he's now redone. Yeah. This girl is clearly, um, what's it called? Um, uh, under the impression she's, uh, suspicious. She's, she's suspicious yeah. that this dude's probably cheating on her. And I'd be like, as, as, what's her name? Um, uh, uh she hasn't said her name. She's whatever her name is. Name. I'd, I'd be a bit chuffed getting that. I'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah, that confirms that it's. Totally not me. It's him. 
Yeah. What a fuck Yeah, I'd be very happy to know that, oh, you know, I uh, I didn't do anything wrong. He's just a dishonest, cheating yeah. scumbag. And I actually know a guy called Mark. And he, uh, I'm pretty sure that he, he likes to fuck numerous bitches at the same time as he's being um, uh, faithful to one bitch. I don't like that. And that's called being unfaithful. That's it. And, I, you know, I would be like, oh. I'm pretty sure everyone calls him fuck instead of Mark because he's always fucking. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, shit. Next. Next. We'll do one more and then we'll do close, uh, close reviews and get out. Yeah, it's getting late. <clears throat> Is this abuse? Would you consider yourself in an abusive relationship if your boyfriend wouldn't let you visit your family? Yes. Yeah. You have no kids together, no home, no job, nothing. Just a boyfriend who guilts you into not visiting your family or doing better for yourself because he'll miss you so bad and he needs you so much. Wow. Nothing physical or emotional and psychological to the point it's literally ruining familial relationships. Yeah, wow. Um, Is he a Leo? Is he controlling? Let me tell you this. You answered your own question there. Because uh, there's... You know it's abuse. Yeah, you already know that it's abuse. And you said here, inquiring about my 19-year-old sister's current situation, she doesn't believe it's abuse. I certainly do. Okay, so that's why you um, answered your own question because you already knew the answer. And um, to your sister, Mm. uh, the answer is yes. Because... um, any type of guilt, uh, well, not any type of guilt, but any type of guilt trip, that's that's a certain level of emotional abuse. Or I might yeah. call it, um, uh, you know, emotional terrorism sometimes. I actually um, met a friend of a friend. We were out one night. Well, we... you, better not, you better not be speaking about your family because you know you're not allowed to see your family without my permission. <laughs> you're hilarious. <laughs> um <laughs> I was speaking to a friend of a friend about this. Same situation. She was in a relationship um, and the guy um, lived in Westlakes. He didn't... She didn't, she didn't have a car. He, she relied on him for transport. Slowly, she realised that he would want her home at certain hours, um, didn't like her going off and seeing her family... There was a lot of, like, control within that relation on his yeah, part. But yeah, but also get a bus ticket. That's fine, but also he made it really hard for her to see also Uber guilt. Man. No, shut the fuck up. I'm just saying, <laughs> this, this, this is what happens. you got to dig a little bit deeper, ask yourself why this is happening. He was fucking cheating on her. Oh. They were together for, like, six years or some bullshit. I'm like, I'm like, wow, like, come on. That's warning bells there. Yeah. Um, sound, sound the alarm. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, I would tell your sister right now that uh, the boss the boss and the bitch have spoken and uh, that it ain't no problem. Money making Mitch, if you just want to send us through to Clay's reviews, that'd be fantastic. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. Uh, so, we watched a movie named 
uh, Triple Frontier. Now, this is a story about a bunch of veterans, um, ex-military guys, ex-special uh, forces guys, very tactical dude, tac ops dude, tactical operations dudes. Good-looking cast. Um, Good-looking cast. Uh, ben Affleck was in it. The dude from Sons of Anarchy was Charlie in it. Hannon. Charlie Hannon. Um, also a couple of, like, Spanish-looking dudes. Also, the dude that was the youngest brother in the movie, Four Brothers with Mark Wahlberg, was in it, who's a good-looking guy. Um, and they, they basically pull a heist. I think it's based on a truie. And you know, you know that here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, I am a sucker for a truie. Stewie is a sucker for a truie. Rachel's banned from a potty for two weeks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. Let me tell you this: slow kind of start, but it actually. If you're looking for action straight away, you're not going to get it. But there is actually an action scene right at the start, so you are going to get it. But also, there is a little bit. Of a slow spell at the start. Yeah. But. It sets it up. Yes. Sets it up very well. Good character development. I actually cared for the characters. Except one guy they kind of skipped over real quick. The the guy that was the helicopter pilot. Yeah. They didn't really give a lot of backstory to him. But um, that was alright. They, they did well with the character development. That was good. Um, I felt as if. The ending was a bit rushed. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was actually. Once uh, after the heist, there was a bit of a journey, and I, I don't know. I kind of felt like, ah, uh, it was alright. It was going nowhere for a minute, and then it went somewhere, and then it went kind of nowhere again. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you would give it out of ten. Uh six point five. Wow. Yeah? I gave it a 6.5. No shit. Yeah. Um, Money Maker Mitch, let's get some sort of uh, uh, ding sound effect for that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and we also watched the week, last week, um, Swingers. Mm. Uh, starring Vince Vaughn and uh, John Favreau. Loved it. Great. I had a ball watching that. Yeah. We were actually supposed to be asleep. And we ended up going to bed late so we could finish it because we just did not want to go to bed without finishing it. We actually turned it off and tried to go to bed and we were like, hey, <laughs> let's fucking finish that yeah, shit. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> we tried to go to bed. So, um, that was cool. Uh, it's about just <laughs> some single dudes. Uh, Vince Vaughn is like a, he's a bit of a stud. This is when they were young and he's actually very handsome. I didn't, Rachel can see his handsomeness now and I, I kind of oh. struggle, but... He's when a he handsome was, dude. When he was young, he was he was very handsome. And so, uh, John Favreau's got a huge jaw, though. It kind of looks like Quagmire, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> John Favreau had just broken up with a girlfriend. It was kind of like this journey to get over her. That's what the movie was. Um, mm. uh, and it just was so relatable, man. For, uh, you know, I'm in the... I was recently inducted into the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame of Heartbreaks. Um, so That's good for you. So I could identify with old Johnny Fav in this, yeah. um, and I also could identify with Vince Vaughn a little bit because I'm a bit of a smooth criminal as well, and Rach knows this. This is true. Um, so no, it was it was great. And what did you give this one? Oh, I'm gonna say 
An 8.5. Wow, that's a little bit high for me. I gave it a 7.5. I'm going to say a 7.5. Let's hear that ding. Let's hear that ding, money-making Mitch. Thank you, sir. Um, Well, that's where we're going to leave it tonight. That's an hour episode uh, on this hump day episode of the Welcome to the Party podcast. And I hope every... I hope this is pay week for everybody. And if it's not, I know next week is. So, um, you know, that that next check is just around the corner. Um, You know what to do. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty podcast and uh, you get a referral bonus and this is true. This has been done before. Um, if you've got any single parents or anybody that you think could use a break, could use some help, I would like their details. I'd like to hear from you and find out their story and see if there's anything that we can do because we are the most charitable podcast. Um Make sure you rate and review the show. It helps a lot. Please do that. I love you guys. I love doing this. And you're going to hear from me on the weekend. I'm going to have a little bit more news on the weekend for you. Um, This is Welcome to the Party. And as always, bung bung. And also, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Welcome to